BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? Um, just chilling, looking at the fucking ocean. And just chilling, looking at the fucking ocean and drinking beer. Okay, how many beers do you have tonight? Hi. I didn't, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. Um, Cody, it says here that uh, you were banned in my Twitch chat. And you you say here that you would like to be redeemed. Yes, I would like to be redeemed. Okay, do you remember um, what you were banned for? For the most part. Okay. Um. What? Well, tell tell me tell me the most of that part. Uh. I was just watching the stream one night, and I wasn't the only one in the chat that was getting upset. Some some girl just kept going on and on, mm-hmm. and I told her to shut the fuck up, and okay. I got banned. Okay. Um, okay, so somebody was, was talking on the stream. You told them to shut the fuck up, and you got banned. Okay. Um, and now you are coming yeah. to me for um for for redemption and i assume this means that uh you've you've uh 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 regret do you look so let me ask you this do you regret saying that in the chat i I regret it saying it to that person you regretted saying it to that person I regret it saying to that person in individually. You regret saying it to that person individually. Yes. Okay. Why do you regret it? Because I love you. Okay. So because you love me, you regret typing in the chat telling this person to shut up. Yes. Okay. Um What's your user? What's your username? It is on my high horse underscore. Okay, I'm going to look you up right now. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to Is it okay if I read exactly what you said? 
yeah, you can because because I, I don't even remember what I said to be honest. I'm pretty. Were sure you were you were you drunk when you said it? Yes. Okay. Oh, oh okay. Here we go. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh fuck. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna. You know what? I'm not gonna read this. Okay, I'm not going to read this because I'm. All right. It'll just perpetuate it into the universe. Okay. Yeah. This, this keeps you were you were you were banned a year ago. You were banned a year ago. I, I, I've been around for a little bit. Okay, you were banned a year ago. Um, solid, solid ban. D- deserved ban. Um, it's it's it, it's deserved. Okay. Why do you feel like it's deserved? It was just not nice. Okay. Because here, here's the thing is, you know, and look, I am not, I don't desire, nor do I feel qualified to be any kind of moral arbiter in the universe. I'm not here to tell you was bad and was good. Um... But, I mean, it was a pretty deserved ban. So you feel like you you regret it because you like me, but not because you feel like it was a mean thing to say. I I I think it was me. It, it was mean, but it's like it's all like I don't know. Like I'm I just I'm a very confrontational person, and I okay. don't really want to be but like i got pretty much i got let go i didn't get fired but i got let go of my dream job okay Mm -hmm. and it was in law enforcement that's all i'm gonna say Mm -hmm. and i got let go of an incident that happened and ever since then i have been just pissed off at the fucking world and every single body and I just mm-hmm. like confrontation. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. don't know what the fuck to do about it. Okay. It has, you, turned, you, it has turned me into just a complete asshole. Okay. Do you, do you, um, do you have a real therapist? No. Okay. Well, here's the thing. You definitely need to go, go to a, real therapist because it sounds like you uh you know are having a difficult time and uh it uh is causing you to uh deflect that out in ways that are not amazing um and look i think everyone's entitled to to uh walk their path towards uh, you know, becoming better, whatever that looks like, for themselves. Um, why? What? Okay, when did this thing happen that you say is the 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 catalyst for um you being angry? You talking about when I got fired from my law enforcement job yes 
it was about like it's been like five years okay but like there's there's a thing called post and post is essentially like court or people in law enforcement that I like have to go through to get approved to eat like work in law enforcement again but it's like I can't go right now like I, even if I do go like I don't know if I'll have a job in law enforcement again so I don't even know if I want to go or not okay I just thought it would be a waste of time for me to even go Okay, so you were fired from a law enforcement job. I wasn't. I wasn't fired. The sheriff, the sheriff where I worked at, she, she was kind of like a family friend kind of thing, and that's okay. how I got the job in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then I had I had worked for about three years, and the incident happened, and then she essentially just told me just to kind of head on out before I do get fired, you know? Okay. And uh, you say there is some sort of a court that um, people go to, to to try to get reassigned for jobs? Pretty much. I mean, I pretty much I got fired. I pretty okay. much got fired. But but I didn't get fired though. She kind of just told me to leave. But I didn't get fired though. She just kind of okay. like. But okay. All right. Ever since so, then, so, like, so 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 I mean, listen. These I don't I don't even. Okay. So all this happens. You no longer work your job. And you. This is something that made you very upset. It happened five years ago. And for the past five years, you have been upset. You have been angry. And you say that uh, wrestling with this anger, you have taken it out on other people. And as you say, you have become an asshole. Yes, because I lost the job that that was my dream job. And I don't give a fuck about anything anymore. Okay. I lost my dream job. Okay. All right, and so then I just don't, like, I don't give a fuck about anything or anybody anymore. Okay. All right. Like, let me. For, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to talk to you about this. You should also talk to this about this with a the real therapist. Um, let me ask you a question. Okay. This job was your dream job. What? Why was it your dream job? To be honest, like, I don't know what, what, like, what made it my dream job. Like, I don't know. Like, it literally, they could call me. Like, I would work seven days a week if they like. I just loved it. Like, okay. I loved it. Okay, it was just so my let me dream job. Like, I just enjoyed it so much. Tell me, tell what did you enjoy about it? I don't know. I guess like. Having power over people—I don't know. That, that, that sounds bad. That sounds bad for all 
I'm not speaking for all of them. No, I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, listen, I, I let's get into it. Well, okay. Well, let's hear it. Well, here, here. Okay. Hold on. All right. Let's get into that for a second. Let's get into that for a second. Why did you like having power over people? I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a smaller built guy. Okay. I don't know. Um and this is true. I I mean, are you, you're not fucking with me. This is all No, 100%. Okay. You liked having power over people because you um, are a smaller guy. Throughout your life, did you feel as though you did not have a lot of power? I mean, not really. But, like, you know what? It wasn't even power. It was more... I take that back. It wasn't even the power over people. It was attention is what it was. It was attention. Okay. Mm-hmm. You liked going around. That's, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly in a uniform. What it was. Okay, it was attention, and exactly. you felt as though when you had a uniform on, uh, you and you were in this position, you were getting attention. Yes, hundred percent. Okay. That that's that's almost like that. That's exactly what it was. Is okay. attention. What, because what like t- when when people saw me, they would just like look at me and be like, "Ooh, ah," uh, you know. Okay. Um, what what was it that was so intoxicating to you about this attention? I guess I guess I mean same question with the power thing. Did, like throughout your life, you felt as though you weren't you didn't get a lot of attention. No, like in high school, like I was like top tier. Like I was like like one of the like soup like really popular kids, and I went to like a huge high school, and I like I was up there, but like. I don't know. I just like attention. Okay. Do you and do you still like attention? Yeah. Um. Why do you like attention so much? I don't know. I really, I really don't. I have no idea. Okay. Um. I've, 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 I've like always wanted to be the center of attention, no matter what, and like mm-hmm. there's no rhyme or reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Um. Does does attention make you happy? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay. Um. Do you do you have friends? I just moved to Florida, so not really like moving from out of state. Like I've only been here since August, so like I'm still trying to meet people. Like I had a shit ton of I don't want to say a shit ton of friends. I had like one or two people that I could call at any time of day if I needed help and they would be there. Okay. 
Like, do you, what I, about I your family? Do you, but do you down have a good here, like, I don't know many. Do you have a good relationship oh, yeah, with your my family? Parents, like, I love my parents. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. Do you, like, I mean, this is like, you know, classic shit. But, do, like, when you, do you feel like they gave you enough attention? Oh, yeah, they do. They, they have, they have, like, been in my backing call since I was born. Even now, like I'm 27 now and like they're, you know, I'm to my parents. Welcome to death. Okay. So you're upset now because you lost the thing that was giving you all this attention that was making you happy. Yep. Okay. I have some thoughts. If you do, do you want to hear the, my thoughts? I do. Okay. First one, obvious one. I'm sure everyone in the chat is talking about it. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, it's okay. It's okay if you like attention. Lots of people like attention. By, by the way, everyone likes attention. I don't care how cool you think you are or whatever. Everyone likes it. People type in chat because they want attention. I, you know, stream because I want attention. You have fret. You talk, you text your friends because you want attention. Everyone wants attention. That people post on social media because they want attention. People have always wanted attention. Attention has always been important to people. It's okay that you want attention. However, <laughs> that's not a great reason to be in law enforcement. Uh, I would say that off the bat. Uh, um, I agree. Okay, I'm glad to hear that you agree. I agree. Okay, good. Glad to hear that you agree. So, since you okay, so how about this? Since you agree, you you you're telling me you agree that attention is not a good reason to be in law enforcement. So. With that said, now that you are no longer in law enforcement, you are now no longer in a position that is, is probably not great for you to be in in the first place, considering your motives for being in it. W would you agree with that? Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. Okay, so listen. So now, we're in the present. And you want attention. And, I, and we've established that's okay. It's fine. People need attention in their lives. So now that we know that your previous job was not the best place for you to be serving this need... What is the best place for you to be serving this need? And have we, I guess, well, I guess, I mean, even more than that, I'm wondering, like, this attention, like, where does the need come from? And I don't know, this is why you should talk to a real therapist to really figure out this shit. Because what I'm wondering is, like, is the need from attention coming from a good place? 
and I'm asking you, you know, these questions to try to figure out that answer, uh, which again, I'm not qualified to do. I'm not a real therapist. I'm a crazy guy in a gecko costume. I guess I'm trying to seem like the the cool guy or something, you know. Like okay. I don't, like I, I don't know. I was, I had, I worked in the jail where where I where I lived at. You could you could work in the jail at 18, and I, I had started working in the jail, and then you could you had to work in the jail for like two years. And then they would put you to the police academy for free. And then I, I, I've been like patrolling on the road since I was 21. So it, it, it was like a good three years. But like I, I don't know. I guess I was trying to. I don't know. I, like I love the work, but I, I also, like I said, I also like the attention. And I, I was just, you know, I don't know. But like I, I, I like the work though. It wasn't all about the attention, but that was like a big part of it. All right. Because listen, what I was going to say is, listen, if you want to be, I would hope that if you want to be in law enforcement, you want to do it because, um, and, and listen, we, you know, obviously there's lots of like subtext to this that I don't understand because I'm dumb, but I, I would hope at least the intentions, I'm just talking about intentions. I would hope at least your intentions would be that you want to help people. Um, that I mean that 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 is another part of it. Like I do, like I really do, like I, I do enjoy helping people. Like I did, I did volunteer fire at EMS. Like I went to EMS school. Like I'm certified. Okay, like I do enjoy helping people because I mean most okay. cops where I'm at are like certified, like. EMS, like they, they have to be certified to do that. Like I, I do enjoy helping people, but it's it, it's a lot about like status. Okay. Too. Like to me, I don't know. It's, okay. it's, it's weird. I'm okay. typical. I mean, a lot of a lot of people will agree. Like it's, it's typical. I know, but okay. So now I'm like. Okay, like we've said, we've established that being in law enforcement for the desire of status or of attention is probably not the best idea for you. Um, I, I think you've agreed to that. but And so now, can we at least like... You know, I, I I I guess what I would hope is that if you have understood that, you can start to replace this anger with some form of optimism or determination toward a better future. Where now that you've understood these underlying things that you're trying to serve a desire for status, a desire to help people, you can go, okay, I, I have a better understanding of myself and what I want. And with that better understanding, I'm actually learning that my previous position was actually not the best way to serve these underlying desires that I have. 
And so I shouldn't be so upset that that's not my life anymore. And I should now just focus 100% on how can I, moving forward, best serve these underlying desires that I have. And instead of being angry because I thought that my previous position was the only way to serve these underlying desires, I actually know now that not only was it not a great way to serve those underlying desires, but that there are, in fact, infinite different possibilities that I haven't even thought of yet to serve these underlying desires. And now, instead of being pissed off and angry and, you know, taking that out unproductively by you know, yelling in a Twitch chat or uh, being an asshole to someone or any of the things that you're describing. Uh, instead, you use all that energy in exploring uh, the, these infinite avenues and possibilities for you to serve these underlying desires that we have uncovered over the course of this phone call. And that's a more productive way to use our time. What, what do you think about all of that? I mean, I've kind of like, I've, I've stepped away from all that. And I like, I don't even, I don't even want to do it anymore. Like when I, okay. when I moved down here to Florida, like I'm, I'm a pool boy now. So like, I kind of enjoy this shit. Like it's kind of nice. Like, I don't know. I, I like it. But like, I don't know. It's just like attitude. It hasn't really. I mean, it, it changed a little bit, but like a lot of people still notice it. But like, I, I enjoy what I'm doing now, though. But I still. I guess because I miss it a lot is still the reason why my attitude is still the way it is is because I still kind of miss it, you know? Mm -hmm. I, would, I would like to do it again, but I also enjoy what I'm doing now a lot. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that you're uh, enjoying what you're doing now. Um, well, listen, Cody, um, Thanks for sharing all of this. Uh, it definitely sounds like if you can, if you have the resources to, you should go and try to talk to a real therapist. And um, I hope that you continue to find ways in your life to serve uh, those those underlying um, uh, uh, desires that we've kind of talked about over the course of this call. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, I'm going to try to love everybody in the chat instead of hating on them. Good. I'm and glad to hear that. I appreciate you taking my call. I listen to you every single day while I'm cleaning pools. Um... Good. I'm, I'm going to imagine myself uh, as a leaf that you're picking up with that uh, net thing. 
I don't know why I said that, but <laughs> thank you for calling, Cody. I appreciate you. Have a good night. I love you. Take care, man. See ya. Um. So, uh, I mean, look, I, 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 I fucking, I, I, I'm pretty sure everything I said to that guy made sense. Um, I'm glad to hear that, uh, over the, it sound, it sounded like some of this resonated with him. Um, I, I, I'm glad that he seems as though at least he has this understanding that um, his previous position did not, you know, w- was not the best way to serve uh, his his desires for status and attention. Um, I don't think that those desires are necessarily bad, but I like I, I you know, obvi- obviously, law enforcement is not the best way to serve them and so uh i'm glad to hear he's doing something else and uh, i hope he's glad he's doing something else too bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 investments like acquiring america's largest biogas producer archaea energy and starting up new infrastructure in the gulf of mexico it's and not or See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hello? Hi. Hi, who is this? My name is Kayla. Hi, Therapy Gecko. How are you tonight? Um, I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm I'm really struggling over here. I don't know if you read my prompt. I can go over that. Uh, well, yeah. What's going on? So, um, I've been with my husband for five years now. Um, since we were 15, so I'm 20 now. And we've just been uh, kind of like best friends, unhealthily close for those five years, I would say. Um, and then in September of this year, he um, accidentally came out to me as transgender, 
which was a complete shock. I had no idea. I thought I knew him very closely and intimately. Um, and ever since then, it's just been a constant kind of battle within myself of whether I'm staying in this relationship, if I'm leaving this relationship. Um, other things like, if I leave, I'm a transphobe, which I'm absolutely not. I love all LGBTQ people. I just am not one myself. So uh, tell me, in what way did, did this person accidentally come out to you? How did, what does that mean? Yeah, we asked, or um, we had both agreed to lay off or kind of take a hiatus from marijuana for a while. Um, I'm included. And one night I smelled it on his breath. And so I just like said, hey, I have what are you smoking like i don't understand i had all this stuff that um we used in my in my uh personal chore or whatever and he kept trying to like hide it from me whatever he finally admitted to it and um i'm like so what are you smoking like where is it and he just would not tell me for the life of me we have a one bedroom apartment um and so i just started getting like really mad what do you need to hide from me um that's this important you know and uh he wouldn't tell me whatever i went to bed for the night just really confused and the next day i come home from work and he had wrote me a letter basically saying um the reason i wouldn't show you where it was is because i have these supplements and this is the reason why i'm taking these supplements is i want to be a girl okay all right so they're on uh some kind of like a like a hormone uh, uh, um, therapy thing? Not quite like a prescribed hormone, but it was like, uh, like an over the counter supplement. It was really okay. weird. Um, so I mean, listen, they didn't accidentally ovarian, come out to you, yeah. you know, they, 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 yeah. you know, told the, you know, there was a situation where, you know, they were like, I don't know if, uh, I want you to go in here. And then eventually they were like, ah, you know, I can't keep the secret anymore. I'm going to tell you what's up. That's and that's why they wrote that letter, I assume. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, we actually we've talked about this on on this podcast before, but um, let's 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 talk about it again. Uh, tell me how you're how you're feeling in this situation. Um. Well, our relationship already wasn't great from the start. I'm about to be 21, um, and I'm kind of coming into a new era of myself, um, and it's just. I don't know if my heart's necessarily there anymore. Um, and then also just all the things that come with being transgender. I've been learning a lot of new information and what it really takes to transition. Um, and just being so closely intimate with that, um, I'm not I'm not really comfortable with it. Like I totally support trans people. Okay. Do what you gotta do, your body yeah. your choice. But yeah. uh, in my life, I just—it's not the most comfortable situation. Okay. Um, so, if if I could just make an observation here, um, mm-hmm. it sounds like there are multiple uh, uh, different angles that you're exploring as to why you might want to move on from this relationship. Uh, you know, legitimate mm-hmm. angles, right? You know, you're you're growing up as a person. You know, you two are are uh, making sort of divergences in your life that are bringing you uh, to to less compatible places. Um, so I got to ask you, you know, what if anything is 
uh, in the middle of you and making a confident decision as to how you would like to move forward. Um, the last time that I was technically like relationshiply alone was when I was 15. So it's quite a contrast. Um, and I feel like in this time we've kind of melded into one person, which is both good and bad. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just kind of also seeking my own individuality from this. Okay. Well, so, so again, um, you know what I, what I'm asking is like, what is stopping you from, from making a decision as to how you move forward is it is it i'm gonna throw this out there tell me if it's accurate is it a fear is it like oh i've been in a relationship uh you know since i was 15 and now i'm this totally new person and i i'm you know are you afraid of the the journey of figuring out how to be alone yeah definitely fear of like the unknown, um, being alone, like what I'm going to do next, um, and just having that kind of bond with another person. I don't have many friends, which is a bad part of um, being so close with him. But yeah, yeah I don't. I'm not as close with anybody else. So, uh, all right, let me ask you a couple other things. Your life outside of your relationship, what's going on? Are you in school? Are you working? What uh, What are we doing? Um, I just began a new career. I was working um, in pretty much an alone environment for the past year, so I was very isolated. Um, But beginning this new job um, in a career that I actually enjoy um, has also been kind of like pulling at my need to become my own person and an individual. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I mean, listen, uh, uh, towards the fear thing, uh, it sounds as though uh, you have a lot of places to uh, sink your head into once, you know, if you make the decision to to leave this relationship and learn how to be on your own. Um, and also, you got to like you got to do that at some point. Right. Because if I mean, whatever, people make all sorts of decisions with their life and, and find happiness through it. But, uh, you know, personally, I've always felt like if you can't learn how to be alone, you, you know, completely and totally fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, if, if you make the decision to leave this relationship, there is uh, uh, a great opportunity here to learn how to be alone, especially if you haven't been since you were 15, you know, because um, mm-hmm. there's, so, there's I, I cannot tell you how much value there is in just like I said, learning how to be alone and also in, in overcoming the fear, because I think, you know, this is not the first time in your life where you're going to have to make some major decision or dive deep into unfamiliar territory. Uh, And so that as a skill in of itself is a helpful thing to, get some experience in doing yeah I how, do you, definitely how do you feel agree about that, that. Um, um i have kind of had this internal fear that i'm not strong enough to make big decisions like that not even just 
in, in regards to the situation. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think that making a decision would be a, a big step forward. Right, of course. And I mean, well, can, listen, I mean, I think maybe one of the reasons you might not feel strong uh, enough to do it is because you have you have no proof that you are to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, look, you believe it. Look, believe it in yourself is cool and all. But uh, I mean, you have no proof that you're able to handle, you know, being on your own. Right. So, yeah. of course, you're not going to believe in yourself. Uh, but the only way to go obtain that proof is to um, dive into the pool, you know, <laughs> go obtain it. And then uh, the next time around, when you're faced with some situation where you got to dive into the unknown, you'll be like, I've done this before. Not that bad. Yeah. I can handle it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, What is your name again? Kayla. Kayla. Kayla, is there any other aspect of this or anything in particular that you want to say to me or the people at the computer or to some third entity that I can't think of right now before we go? There is just one concern that I'd like to bring to your attention to see how I can cope while I'm in this in-between time. Um, Sure. Yeah. He has this um, this kink that comes with um, him coming into his new uh, femininity. And I've walked in on it several times. It's called hypnoporn. Are you familiar? Uh, I mean, uh, I'm I'm familiar with hypnosis and I am familiar with pornography, so I I guess I'm um, I can imagine what that would be. Yes. Yeah, he listens to it um, on a speaker, and it's basically like a robotic voice um, talking okay. to him about being um, a sissy femboy and getting fucked in the ass. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm not a whatever. You can say whatever you want. Um, I just, it, it, makes, it makes me just feel like really uncomfortable in my own home. So how would you advise I go along? Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now, I mean, listen, uh, now you just have a roommate issue. Now you have an issue mm-hmm. where your roommate is listening to um, uh, uh, hypno porn on the speaker, right? How do you deal mm-hmm. with it? Uh, listen, have you, have you, even kind of expressed that you do not desire to uh, listen to their hypno porn. Oh, definitely. Oh, wait, so you wait. So you told them that you don't want to listen to the hypno porn and to wear headphones. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck did they say? <laughs> they um, said no. You know, he just said he said that he would avoid doing it while I was home but I mean I've locked in on it several times at this point so okay well uh, look if you've expressed yourself and they have not uh, you know respected your wishes then uh, uh, are you working on moving out I'm figuring out a plan okay Uh, go figure out a plan for yourself um, mm-hmm. because I mean, look at the end of the day, I mean, you can express that you're upset about the hypno porn thing, but, uh, if they're not going to give in and you've already tried, you, you just, you just yeah. gotta get out of there or I don't know. I mean, like what, you, co- what, 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 what is the, what is the context of this, uh, the contents of this hypno porn? 
Is it interesting at least? Um, Can you learn anything from listening? Um, well, a lot of it involves a, a, a male penetrating, and I don't know. I'm, I'm I have an issue with fecal germs. Like I'm really uptight about bathroom germs in general. Yeah, sure. So that's been um, a topic of our sex lives. I've been staying away from, but. Uh huh. Well, uh, you know, you've done a good thing. You've 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 introduced many listeners of 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 this to, uh, <laughs> you know, a thing that will maybe change their lives if they go decide to look up hypno porn after it. this. Enjoy it, yeah. Uh, thank you for calling, Caleb. Thanks, Doug. Take care. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. Uh, is this Lyle? Yeah, who is this? Uh, this is uh, Ichabod. Ichabod, how are you? Um, I'm doing good now. Um, uh, actually, today was actually a pretty good day. Okay, why was it a good day? Um, you know, I um at work I was training some new someone new. Um, we really clicked and uh I can feel like we made a connection and I think it's going to be a budding really uh friendship and I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, so you were training somebody new and uh you feel like you guys got along and now you have a new friend. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, do you, uh, is, is friendship something that, uh, you've, you've sort of struggled with in the past or are you just excited to have more friends? I'm, it's not really something I've struggled with in the past. I've always had friends or people that I've like, I've called friends. Um, I just, I always look forward to having like just meaningful conversations with people like things I can just actually like talk to people about. I don't have to like censor myself. I can just talk to them, you know. Do you do you consistently feel like a desire to to censor yourself or to be a um different version of yourself to appease people? Uh yeah, I would say so cuz like I mean I'm I'm pretty much an open book. Like I don't really have much of a filter. I'll talk about basically anything. I mean, I mean, su- sex is a big thing in my life, so that's something that I will bring up quite often and just kind of casually talk about it with people. It's never something where I'm trying to get information from them or anything. It's just something I'm just talking about it. I'm not trying to, you know, okay. get any sort of up about it. How how often are you talking to people about sex? I mean, it's not something that it's like I'm bringing up. It's kind of like offhand remark type of thing as being like, 
talking about like I don't know <laughs> talking about girls and their butts or talking about like the kind of guys that I like to because I'm pansexual and yeah that kind of stuff okay um so you say that sex is a big part of your life uh yeah in what way does this does this manifest how did this become such a big part of your life um i i don't know i think it's kind of like from a uh from a young age like because i grew up in the country not around a lot of people and um or at least not around a lot of kids my own age so i always felt like i was kind of like late to the party in a sense because i didn't really have any friendships until i got into school and then I didn't end up dating anyone again until I was like my senior year of high school. And I lost my virginity when I was 18 and everything. And just, I kind of felt like I was behind in everything. Um, it's interesting to hear you say that. I, I remember I lost my virginity at 18 too. And I also felt like I was like behind, you know, cause, cause yeah. you compare it. Cause I feel like at that age, you're constantly, you're comparing yourself to your friends and you're like, you know, yeah. it, it's when your friends are like, you know, hooking up with people, but you're not like, it can seem as though you're behind, but it's funny. I think like you're really, I mean, losing your virginity at 18, I don't think would, is, is behind at all. Um, right. I think that's pretty normal. Yeah, I, I I think that's that's fair. It's another thing is like I really didn't have I was one of those people in school that didn't really have like a friend group. I was one of those who was like I didn't feel like I belonged anywhere. I kind of was just friends with a bunch of different people and a bunch of different groups. I didn't really have like a solid group of friends, you know. Mhm. Um so what about your life today? Do you feel like you have a solid group of friends? Solid support system? Um, you know, I have friends that I see every now and then. Like, I mean, I'm seeing, I see my best friend and his wife. They live in the, I mean, in the town where I grew up now. They just moved there and I'll be seeing them on Sunday. But I almost, the last time I saw them was on Christmas Eve. I don't see them very often, even though they live really close. Um, other than that, like I see my people that I work with that I call my friends and I mean, it's nice. I mean, it's nice seeing them and talking to them. It's always helpful. But when I'm, when I get off of work and when I come home, I'm alone most of the time. Okay. Um, I mean, how do you feel when you're off of work, when you're feeling alone? Um, I get, I really just depend sometimes like, um, I come home and I will immediately pretty much take a nap because I'm just kind of wore out from the day. Um, yeah. The thing is, is like I wake up and I'm extremely horny, so I'll like I'll masturbate and then from there I pretty much will either um, play some video games, go get something to eat, or uh, play my guitar. All right. So you masturbate, you play video games, you eat things, you play guitar, <laughs> you work. Yeah. Okay. And uh is all of the are all of these things harmonious? Do they all feed into uh, a, a desirable life for yourself? I I think a lot of it a, a good amount of it holds me back. I think 
um, distracting myself in video games, as much as I really do enjoy them, they are kind of holding me back. And my whole, like, just kind of constant horniness with, like, just after I get off of work and everything and just doing that, it, it really holds me back from what I want to be able to do. Like, music is okay. the one thing okay. in my life. Your horniness is holding you back. Your are you a compulsive mm-hmm. masturbator? I mean, I feel like maybe I'm just normal, but then again, it's like I, if I have nothing to do, maybe I'll do it three to four times a day, maybe more. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, in what way do you feel like th- th- you're being held back? Um, I feel like it. It has in the past definitely affected some like relationships that I've had, and I'm I I I feel like I've been learning from that that I don't use that as a way of like trying to really like build a relationship on just just pure sex. You know, I okay. learned that that is not as satisfying for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Okay, so you you feel like you're being held back in your relationships, but also um, with the music thing. You mm-hmm. know, what do you feel like you're you're not having enough time to make music like you want to? It's not even that I don't have enough time. I have plenty of time that I could definitely do it. It's that I have been I haven't found, I haven't been inspired to really sit down and like learn a new song play something that I've known for a long time or just try to write music, try to write a new song. I just haven't mm-hmm. felt that that spark in a long time. Okay, what things normally inspire your music? Um, oddly enough, like autumn, like I feel like my peak, like my peak insp- insp- inspirational period is during fall, during the Halloween season for sure. I feel I write I tend to write like really dark, spooky stuff. Then um, I'm inspired by um, traveling, like going and kind of being this like whole idea of like try, taking a van, driving across the country, and just playing music wherever I feel like doing it. That really inspires me, and going and seeing yeah. new things I've never seen before. Hmm. Um. Okay, and. Uh... Have you taken any trips recently that you feel as though could inspire you? I I wish I could say that I have, but I haven't. I honestly have been pretty much... I've been trying to save up money because um, I perform music live and my sound system has been shot for a while, so I'm saving money so I can get a new one. Um, so I haven't had the money to be able to go on any sort of trip at all. Okay, okay. Uh, now, if you did have the money, where would you want to go to? I had the money I would love to go to California because I made it as far west as Denver and I mm-hmm. would love to go to California because I mean that, that's that's the dream spot for everybody you know yeah I mean you know I um I live in California and it's yeah. fine it's cool it always mm-hmm. depends on what you like it depends on the environment that uh you feel the most right, right. the most uh comfortable in um that's fair i always i've always felt like 
I need to experience these things for myself in order to, I can I can take the advice of people and like have them tell me, oh, you should go to this place or you should go to this place type of thing. But until I experience it for myself and then I can make the informed decision okay. as to if I like this place or not. So Ichabod, how do we get you to California? How do we get you more freedom in your life? Um, you know, I come down to thinking that if I do it, it's going to be one of those days where I just kind of lose my shit and I just, I quit everything. I just grab my guitar and I just stick out my thumb and I just go where I start walking. Or Are you, are you on the verge of, of, of losing all of your shit? I mean, it's just kind of one of those things where some days are good, some days are bad. Today was a particularly good day, but on my bad days, like, it's one of those things where I just want to run. I just, yeah. I don't, I can either run or I can die here. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Um, I think lots of people feel like that. Like, there's, you know, some, um, their routine or their, their lives are like holding them hostage or something like that. Do you feel like that? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I'm yeah. kind of a, I'm kind of a cog in a in the in the capitalist like this capitalist like society we live in, and I can't really find hard. I can't really find a way out. You know, it's hard to uh, navigate these situations. I've been thinking about this a ton, right? Because. Um, well, you need to keep yourself alive by eating food right. and uh, not die. You just have to not die. That's like the very bare minimum requirement. Um, and I feel like there's a good amount of ways to do that. Um, oh, and sure. I think, uh, you know, someone who who is old and bitter and has worked all their life would probably say, you know, to be realistic. But... Uh, and there would be um, legitimacy to a lot of the things that they would they would tell you, but also I, right. I think about the fact that we only I, I think about this a lot. I think about the fact that we only have one life, and uh, yeah. you know, the 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 the, re- the the greatest truth that nobody can argue is that you're gonna die, right? You know, that's an undeniable yeah. thing, and, and I think it's a compelling uh, driver for a person's actions in their life. Uh, yeah. Now, here's the problem. You're not going to... How old are you right now? I'm 30. All right, so you're not going to... Let, let's say you're trying to not die for at least another 50 years. That's 50 <laughs> years... That you got to account for yourself being able to eat food and live in a place. And the best way to be able to eat food and live in a place uh, in America is to have money. Uh, So you need to figure out a way to get at least enough money to eat food and live in a place. But you also have to weigh that amongst amongst the fact that you're going to die... And uh, mm-hmm. you have a very short amount of time on this planet uh, with nothing guaranteed afterwards. So how can you best serve that truth while also like what I uh, being able to eat 
eat food and not die. Do you understand? I get that. It sounds honestly, this is this is it's going to sound like it almost sounds like the whole cliche of like, you know, that that SNL skit with um uh, living in a van down by the river. It's, that's honestly what it sounds like to me is I want to live in a van and just live on a steady diet of government cheese. <laughs> Um, that's what you want to do is live in a van on a, I don't, what is government cheese? <laughs> it's, uh, it's an old Chris Farley bit from, uh, SNL. It's the classic, um, uh, uh what is his name? Matt Foley. Oh. It's a classic okay. bit from that. But he I'm, talks about how if you don't, if you don't do good, you're, you're going to end up living in a van down by the river and subsiding on a steady diet of government cheese. That doesn't sound that bad. That doesn't sound that bad. Living down by the river yeah. and eating government cheese. And that's the thing. It's like in the nineties, that was like a thing that was like, oh, you don't want to do that. But now it's like, you know, what kind of van we talking about here, though? Right. Right. Um. I mean, okay. When you think about all these things that we've been talking about, what do you? What does it inspire within you? It inspires me to really try and trying to find the spark again trying to find the inspiration because like i mean as much as i enjoy my alone time and being in my my room and everything i need to get out there and just find the inspiration again to start playing and start writing and finding a way to get myself back on the road again as well yeah. i would say yeah well um Listen, Ichabod, I'll say this before we go. Um, and I don't know, dude, I'm trying not to be like a fucking bullshitter. I'm trying not to be like a empty b- motivational guy or whatever. But I fight. God damn my bone marrow. And, and maybe one day I'll be I'll be forced to. You know, face this head on. Um. But I really believe in my bone marrow that, uh, you know, the world is is an infinite place of lots of people in lots of places, more than you could even visit in a lifetime. And uh, if you desire to make something, if you desire to make, to to do something outside of the norm, then um, please do it. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Don't talk to people about sex at work. Fair enough. I will. I'll definitely stop doing that. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you soon, Ichabod. Thank you so much, Lyle. Have a good one. I don't want Ichabod getting caught jacking off in the bathroom of the grocery store, but I don't know. Maybe that will <laughs> compel him onto his onto his new beautiful life. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, 
and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.